player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 225 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Shul One. How we doing? Fantastic. If this is the first time you're seeing, hearing, or listening to us, this is the Two Player Co-op Podcast. We're just about every week, two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games, if you like that. Make sure you like the video, subscribe, share it with all your friends, family, and everybody in between. <laughs> um... If you really like us for some reason, <laughs> God bless you, James. You can go to patreon.com slash two-player co-op, just like our producers Steve Appleton, Aunt Sue, and Vernon Slayton did, as well as our affiliate live in the chat, the homie, James Solar. If you want cool shirts like Trash Pandas, you can go to their website. But if you want our shirts, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two-player co-op, just like some of y'all did. Even though we are both... <laughs> Half vaccinated. We're gonna tell you <clears throat> your your beard made like a lot of noise. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Until we're out of this pandemic, make sure you go ahead and wear your Woohoo mask. <laughs> only James gets to hear me swear. He's the only one that gets to hear me swear. Maybe Sarah. And Sarah, freeloader. Uh we love you both. James says, Kevin, buy Oracle of Ages and Season and play it on your 3DS. So here's the thing, though. (sighs) I tried playing Link's Awakening illegally on my Raspberry Pi. And I got to the whole um, the fetch quest part where you got to get the this to go here, that to go to to get the monkeys to make you the bridge. Mm -hmm. And I was like. I can't do this anymore, and I hate that I have to have my shield equipped to block. So I hear mm-hmm. you, James, but I'm going to hold out. Like I said on Twitter, I, I got to think that Nintendo, they've already done the, the 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 heavy lifting with doing Link's Awakening. Like, you've got the engine. You've got the assets for the most part. you got to do some new enemies and stuff. Remake both those games, put them in one package on the Switch, and then I'll play it. I would like that to happen, but I do kind of want to play. I've only played one of them, and I didn't beat it, whichever one it was. So I do want to go back and play them. One's more action focused, and the yeah. other one's more puzzle. But I don't remember which. I is don't which. remember which is which. But then you watch. But like I was texting Sean a few weeks ago, I was watching a video from a Zeltic. If you never see, if you love Zelda and you haven't heard of Zeltic, Z E L T I K, on on uh, YouTube, go look him up. Um, he did a video on the best or the hardest final bosses in Zelda history. And one of them was the final boss when you beat both Oracle mm. games and then you get this, which I'm not going to spoil because, James, obviously you're going through it now. I don't even know how that would work, like on 3DS or anything. How you actually I think unlock. it's just like a password you put in or something. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah, I I do I, I got to think. I do got to. I got to think they're going to remake both those games and put them in one package. But we'll, we'll see what happens. Um. Like we say, we, we like to be here almost every week. Uh, we were off last week because I was out of town. My son had a gymnastics meet, and then we took a little family vacation, which was amazing, uh, to the Great Wolf Lodge outside of Atlanta. It's basically an indoor water park in uh, a giant hotel. Um, it was awesome. I told Sean, he and his wife, Brittany, and their baby girl, Kira, got to go with us next time. It's it's one of those things like you can't 
I would never want to be there for a week. There's few, unless I'm like in an all inclusive resort in Cancun, there's a few places I would like to be restricted to as far as like a yeah. resort for a week. But for a weekend, it's perfect. Uh, so we had a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, we're back this week. Shouldn't have another week off for a while, I would guess. But you never know. Life gets in the way. We've got a cold going around the family. Uh, we got COVID tested. We're good, even though I already got my, my shot. Um, do I sound normal? No. <laughs> <laughs> you do not. Not that. I mean, like, do I sound like, I got a, I got a, no, I got sound, bombs in my arms? You sound normal. Okay. Uh, good. Because we pride ourselves on the audio quality of this podcast. Uh, James says, ages and seasons are better. I know how much you like. Oh, my God. I, I got to get. I, I need. We got to fix our setup here. <coughs> Patreon.com says to play co-op so I can actually read what James says. I know how much you like notes. Just write down what whatever anyone says that they want a specific item. The trading sequences are. Oh, there's more trading. Damn it. Ages is puzzle-based, and Seasons is combat. There you go. Okay. I don't know which one I played. Again, just put them on the friggin' Switch. Like, seriously. It's the 30... 35th anniversary. Um, Before we get to the video games this week, though, Sean. Yes. A little movie came out last week called Zack Snyder's Justice League. James, I know you're live in the chat. We are not going to spoil this for you. So what I will do is there I'm will be give, Justice League spoilers. There will be spoilers, but not nothing. Well, nothing. James, if we are going to spoil the hell out of this movie, I will tell you to mute, and then we will wave our hands when we're done. Um, but for right now, spoiler-free thoughts. The Snyder cut's real. It's here. Some of y'all out there are just being complete J holes um, about What's it. The J. Jack assholes. <laughs> okay. Um, and I think of it this way. Like, I thought of this today, Sean. And let me see if you can feel me on this. I think Avengers, Marvel's Avengers, the game, is the most mediocre BS cash grab excuse for a game I've ever seen in my life. I played the beta for 10 minutes and wanted to punch myself in the face until I bled and then died. Do you bleed? (laughs) Not in this movie. (laughs) And while I think that game sucks, when I see people playing it on PS4, getting the PS5 upgrade, unlocking their platinums, all this, I'm not like... Hey, by the way, that game sucks. By the way, that game sucks. If you you say anything about it, that game sucks. That game sucks. That game's mediocre. That game's mediocre. That game sucks. That game sucks. That's mediocre. I would never go out of my way to do that. So the the, the fact that some of y'all feel the need to do that is just like, okay, do you? I guess you are that cool. Um, But I, and I freaking, I don't bring up Animal Crossing here unless I have to. I hate Animal Crossing, but when I see people posting pictures of their new Mario items and stuff, and it's been a year since it came out, I'm like, if you enjoyed that game, good for you. I saw something popped up in my time hop. It was either today or yesterday where I was like, y'all are having a different quarantine than I am because 
y'all are just relaxing on your Animal Cross Animal Crossing islands, and I want to just play Doom Eternal and rip and tear everything apart. Which I was like, I still feel that way. I just want to. But I'm not going to go out of my way to tell you this thing you like or are excited for. You suck for having that opinion. I'm not going to do that. If it comes up, I will give my opinion. Like Animal Crossing, when it came time for Game of the Year stuff and everything, I made my thoughts very clear. We, we talked about it with Colin and everything. But just don't go, like Bernardo tweeted, hey, it seems like opinions are split right down the middle. If you like it or don't like it, whatever, don't be a D-bag to the other side. And I said, amen, thank you. All that out of the way. This is clearly, without a shadow of a doubt, infinitely, literally infinitely better than the Justice League that we got. No spoilers yet. We may just, we may have to go into spoilers, and James, I'll warn you, but infinitely better than what we got. I do think, though, for a while, and I watched it again Friday night. So I watched it Thursday, I watched it Friday. Oh, four hours. Um, I'm not going to go so far as to say it's my favorite DCEU movie. I do still think that Man of Steel is probably my favorite DCEU movie. And so some people are saying it's the most boring movie ever. You, you're just a hater at this point. You're just an idiot that just, like, you cannot say Man of Steel is a boring movie. I If you say it's bad, fine. If you say it's good, fine. If you say it's boring and you want to fall asleep before the third act... I don't know what movie you're watching. You clearly are just wanting to hate DC <coughs> movies. Besides that, I do think as much as I, I, I loved watching the Snyder Cut both times, I do think I can kind of see WB's side of things like, we got to cut this down. I do not see their side to say, we got to cut it down and do whatever the hell Joss Whedon did to this movie. Because that's inexcusable. It's not at all the same story. Just from the opening shot, you go from, oh, this is a symbol of hope. I'm not trying to, it's a symbol of hope. <laughs> to the opening of Justice League, which I won't say here yet. We're, we're probably going to get into spoilers, James. I'll warn you. Do you agree with me that it is infinitely better than Justice League? Yes, absolutely. There are... It is too long. <laughs> yes. Now, I will say it didn't feel like four hours. It felt like 33... You know, it felt long. But it's not like I was like, oh my God. Like, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I only say it's too long in that I don't know when I'll ever go and watch it again because I don't know when I'm going to set aside four hours to watch it. <laughs> like Angry Joe. If it were four. three hours, yeah, well, I'd go back and watch it again probably, I don't know, sometime this year. But like yeah, four hours, I just don't know. There are a lot. I don't know. It's not like you can just say, oh, this hour can go or anything like that. It seems like it could no, have been more is, like three hours. There's a yes. lot of, I don't want to say fluff, but like, there's a lot of like slow motion scenes. If you There's cut out all the slow mo, like, you would shave off a half hour. Yeah, it's a little bit too long. That being said, just little things. I don't think the score for Justice League was bad. Way better in this. Mm-hmm. The only the thing is the singing. 
the singing near the beginning of the movie, I was like, what the oh, frick is yeah. happening? But um, other than and the, ah, every time somebody did something, I was like, yeah. <sighs> But, but other like, than that, the score was the amazing. score is better. The, the the coloring, the yeah, the scene, the filters, the colors, whatever you want to say, is better. I mean, everything is is better. It I actually think, makes sense. It's an actual. Well, plus, I think in hindsight, like before, I so I watched Justice League the night before. Snyder's League. I did too. No, hold on. Wait. So James says, how long is the BVS? So the BVS Ultimate Cut is three hours. The Snyder Cut is four hours, James. So yes, you've got a lot of watching to do. Yes. Also, but if you're on HBO Max now, BVS Ultimate Edition has, like I was telling Sean before we started recording, they've got the expanded ratio, which some people say is shrunk down. No, that's just the the full, that's the way you shoot a movie. Anyways, it's got the new the the four by three with enhanced colors and stuff like that, so you can watch that version of the ultimate edition on HBO Max. But yes, jo- the Justice League ZSJL is four hours long. It's an hour longer than the BVS Ultimate Edition, and I will say, even in the four hour format, it's better than BVS Ultimate Edition. I will say that. Yeah. Um, I, I knew before watching Justice League again that. At least the way I remembered it, I'm like, I'm pretty sure Flash is the best thing about this movie. And I'm not sure that that's not true, but oh my God, he got, it was just over the top. All his little like quips and like, it was just. What's the deal with brunch? You wait in an hour, you wait in line for an hour and then it's basically lunch. What the hell are we talking about? Arguably still the best part of that movie. Um way better in Snyder cut. Like he's just he's still got that lightheartedness whatever, but it's not like beat you over the head with it until it's it's just he's much better in the Snyder cut. I think we can actually I think we can talk about this without spoilers. So, yeah, I don't think you got to worry, James. So, we're yeah. just we're not going to do spoilers. Um Cyborg obviously much bigger role in this. And it makes sense. Now, when you heard all the reports about why Cyborg was the heart of the story, and at first when I heard that, I was like, I don't care about Cyborg. But after watching this movie, I was like... Well, like, just in that, like, like, five-minute or so flashback, no spoilers, in five minutes, they made me care more about Cyborg than the entire original one did. Like, I just, I don't care. I mean, in the original, I did not care about Cyborg. Yes. At all. Five minutes of, like, a flashback of, like, hey... Here's who he is or who he was or whatever. I'm like, okay, you've got me now. I actually care about this character now. Um, I will say I do think it is a good to very good movie. Yes. It is inflated by how bad the original one is. You cannot help but compare this to the original one. Correct. And relatively speaking, it's a masterpiece. Justice League was a four. In and of itself, yes. it's a good to very good movie. I, Realistically speaking, I think it's like an eight, eight I and a half. I think it's about an eight. I think it's an eight to an eight. I could go yeah. to a nine if you cut out even just a half eight. hour. Like, if it was a little bit shorter, like, you can't... A lot of what they added needed to be there. Yes. But I think there's a different way it could have been done. I don't know. Like, all the story they told made it such... A much better movie. So the movie actually ends because I checked it last night when I watched it with Noah, or what? No, two nights ago. 
the actual story ends at about three hours and 35 minutes, which is crazy to say. And then there's, <laughs> fair warning if you haven't watched it yet, there's about 30 minutes of epilogue stuff, which is freaking amazing. Do not miss any of it. The The voiceover is awesome. That's where stuff that if you're a fan of BVS, there's going to be stuff you want to see. And then there's new scenes. It's awesome. I feel like if this movie were, this movie could have, like it, it's only four hours because the Snyder Cut movement and because jo, uh, uh, Zach was just like, y'all going to let me do this? Okay, you're going to get literally everything I shot, <clears throat> period. Like the bank stuff with a certain character, that was about five minutes. You can cut that. It doesn't add anything. I get what it's, it's to show that character's heart and stuff, whatever. This could have easily been... If if they had if if you had a good editor or if they said Zach look we get this is your vision we're not going to change your vision but you got to get this down to like two and a half to two hours and forty five minutes I think that it would have been, have been my been favorite yeah. DCEU movie I was wondering before I rewatched it, I was like is this my favorite and it's it's not um, so I'm not going to say that it is again. Two and a Man half Steel to is. 2.45. I think Man of Steel is better than Wonder Woman, better than Shazam. Shazam, it's almost like, because the boys were watching it yesterday, and I was like, I really liked it, but I, I liked also it, just, but I'm also like, this is just like, they made it's a Marvel just fun. movie. Yeah, yeah like, I have no real desire to go back and watch it. It's not even a But DC I know it was good. Movie, yeah. Like, I just don't know that I need to watch it and again, I'm never but gonna I really watch, liked it. And I'm never going to watch Wonder Woman 84, because I've heard how, apparently she... <sighs> No, I haven't seen. I do kind of want to watch it at some point, but I I'm not in any hurry to. Um, I really really liked it. Like like Sean said, the coloring is so much better. The four by three is a little jarring at first, even though it is the full matte frame. I think is what it's called. That's what you actually shoot on a camera on an IMAX camera, and then they they put the bars at the top and the bottom to get it to fit in the widescreen. Um, it looks so much better because I always said one of my complaints about Justice League was especially that opening scene, that stupid ass scene with Batman like on the roof and the, the parademons can smell fear. Spoiler alert, not in the movie because obviously Zack Snyder didn't shoot that BS. Um, the, the scenes that are in this movie that were also in the Justice League are made even better here. The the fight on Themyscira, the Superman versus the Justice League fight, better. Like, every scene that was in the original Justice League is better here. I liked... One of my biggest complaints with, with Justice League was that they turned Batman from what he was in BVS, which was my favorite at that time. Like, inside one movie, my favorite Batman slash Bruce Wayne in any movie. But if you look at it, for the whole arc, I still think Bale's my favorite. But then I watched this and I'm like, man, Batman is not a high school girl anymore. So that's good. Batman has evolved. I will say that. And I love what they did with this character in this. I love that we get more Alfred in this movie. Um, Superman's obviously in the movie. You see him in the black suit. That was amazing. But I think they did a lot better. Like, like Justice League opens with like kicking crates of freaking oranges in slow motion and stuff. And like, yeah, well, here's Superman's. Here, here's a banner or whatever. They did a lot more in this, adding to the weight of Superman's sacrifice and his death. Um, Cyborg is awesome. 
Like you said, the hum- the humor, the, the humor in this is like it's not like Zach wasn't going to put any humor in his movie. I think the humor that's in this is perfect. Like you don't have Flash fall on top of Wonder Woman like he's humping her and then go, oh no, and stand up. You don't have the the talk about brunch. You don't have. I could go on and on and on, but the humor that's there actually fits and makes. You don't have Aquaman sitting on the Batmobile. No lasso around his foot. Then he starts talking, and all of a sudden, the lasso's around his foot, and that's what he's like, man, I'm really scared, and I miss my mom. Oh, no, he had the lasso. What, what the hell are we talking about? We just saw his foot, and there was no lasso around it, and his other foot, was he was crossed his leg. The humor that's in it works. But I do think one of the best things they changed, they didn't even change, because it, it, Joss changed it. Steppenwolf in this movie, no matter what you think about the armor, I thought the CGI was awesome. He is so when I I remember when they first came out with like the stills of the movie and you're like, oh yeah, Steppenwolf looks a lot different. At the time, I'm like, okay, but he's a he's still Steppenwolf. B, he's just got a little more armor now. He's way more intimidating in this. Like he's he's huge. Yes. He's like, I don't know what. It's like every step has weight and like. This is like a if if Mr. X took off his trench coat and top hat and had armor that moves. And it's like people have been complaining about the CGI because they just want to S Marvel's D. Fine. Whatever. I do not even care. The CGI in this is so good. The fact that you can see his every scale on his stupid armor is moving by itself. And the fact. Never mind. Go back to what I was saying originally. No matter what you think about the design, Steppenwolf is an actual character in this movie. Yeah. Like, he actually has motivation. And the CGI is so much better because he's not just like a... Like, oh, mother box. Oh, mother. Mother. Call to me, mother. There's He actually is a real character with emotions and a, a whole story to his arc. Not even to mention... Freaking, not a spoiler, Darkseid's in the movie. I'm not going to say what he does, but like there are scenes where Steppenwolf was made up in Justice League to be this big bad. He ain't. But if this, the funniest thing is like if this Steppenwolf was in Justice League, I would have. I would have bought him as the big bad. This guy, there are times in this movie where when Sean and I were watching it together, I was... I was terrified a couple times because I was like, oh, my God. And especially the scene when he gets to the third. By the way, remember how the third mother box, he just goes, he just pew, pew, disappears. <laughs> no. You see how he gets the third mother box in this, and it is freaking terrifying. Yeah. Like, <sighs> I'm not going to get into spoilers. We, we could do a whole spoiler cast. James, if you want to get me on for a spoiler cast when you're done, I would be glad to do it. Um I, I I don't know what else can be said, but it's easily an eight to an eight point five, like you said. If they had cut this down to a a, a trim, two thirty to two forty five, like I said, I think this probably could have been my favorite movie. And the funny thing is, like, if WB didn't get cold feet, and I know there, it's not just WB. It's Zach had the worst thing any parent could ever go through. Um, and when I watched it back, I was right. 
It's when when Batman drives away. After, you know, what's your superpower? I'm rich. That's in it. Just minor spoiler. When they drive away with Flash, that's where you see the banner for the AFS. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, um, it it's like if WB would have just stuck with this vision. I'm not saying that this is Infinity War or Endgame. It's not. But I do think if they could have said, Zach, let's cut this down, like I said, 230, 245. <clears throat> I think this would have been about the same Rotten Tomato score as it is now, around 75%. And I think that would have gotten people more energized. And I do think we might have actually gotten Justice League 2 and 3. Maybe. And and, and when I hear... Know. You know, he's done all these, you know, these interviews and stuff where he says what he's going to do with two and three. I'm not going to say it here in case you haven't read it, but I'm like, damn. Also, this movie earns its R rating. Yeah. It is so violent. It's some parts. But it's not like gratuitous. It's, it's just, it's, re- it, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's not like a friggin', what's his name? It's not like a Tarantino movie. Or right. Yeah. But there's times. There's times, especially near the end, where it is like, oh, but it's, it's, and even, oh, oh. Steppenwolf in the original movie, or in the, in the fake original movie, is hitting people with an, a giant axe, and they just bounce off it. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I love the Snyder Cut. I love that it actually got made. Um, James says Flash sucked in Justice League. Grant Gustin is my only Flash for me. <laughs> you will change your mind by the end of this movie. I promise you that. That's all I'll say. Um, and again, when you're done, I'd be happy to come on and do a spoiler cast. Uh, Flash is great. Ray Fisher as Cyborg is great. Um, again, I, I'm just so happy that this got made. And this could only this movie could only release in this fashion. In the streaming age, you would never put out a four-hour movie in the theaters. It literally would. It literally would not happen. And I'm glad it did. Yep. <sighs> DM me if anybody wants to talk about spoilers. I would be happy to. Uh, Sean. Yes. On the other side of the aisle, we also got Falcon Punch. Falcon Punch. Falcon and the Winter Soldier is out. And I didn't watch it till today. I'm so glad I finally got a chance to because, again, we were out of town and everything was crazy. And it was awesome. Uh, that opening scene is freaking awesome. That five, mm-hmm. ten minutes, whatever it was, was amazing. Um, let me see how I can talk about this without talking about it. There's a certain character that comes back that I never expected, and I don't know if it was in leaks and I just didn't pay attention or reports or whatever, but I was happy to see that character come back because yeah. I'm pretty sure that dude was dead or in prison or something. Who knows? Um, what did you think of Falcon and the Winter Soldier before I get into spoilers? I liked it a lot. I I'm glad... I think it was a good mix of, especially with that first scene, a lot of, yeah. not the first, I mean, the basically the opening, a lot of action, but there's also just a lot of good, like, kind of deep 
storytelling, it yep. seems like. I thought it was just going to be over-the-top action, you know, funny, witty banter, whatever. It seems like it's going to be a good story. Right now, I'm almost like I'm kind of glad there's only six episodes because I'm like, let's go. Like, let's get I'm ready to for it. it. Now, by episode four or five, and certainly by six, I'm going to be like, like, I wish there was a few more. But right now, I'm like, good. Let's 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 go. I think it's going to be really good. I love Falcon. I love Bucky. Um, I love how they honor, honor, honor Cap uh, in this. That's all I'll say. Um, the ending made me so mad just because. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like if I was. <laughs> um. It's great. I cannot wait to see more. Uh, but like I was texting Sean when I finally watched it, I was like, man, I wish we could just see this as like a two and a half hour, like w- almost like a Winter Soldier 2 kind of a movie, you know? Yeah. I don't know who, so the bad guy that stomps that one good guy. Is that? Is he going to turn out to be somebody? Is he G from the opening? Oh, I don't think so. Because he's got long hair. Is it like Kane? Yeah. He's got to take his think, back off and the hair comes with he's... it. Is he Zemo? I'll just say that no. because... Okay. I don't think so either because Zemo's not doing that to anybody. Who the hell is he? I think he's... Oh. Oh, but they... <laughs> did they? See, I don't even remember. It's been no, a while. Did. Zemo killed them all. Hmm. Well, that, that were there. I mean, yeah. But also, like, whatever happened to... <laughs> he died. He's dead. He died at the beginning of Civil War. Uh, pretty sure. Did he? When Wanda blew up the building. When does he go out on the, the stretcher, though? I thought that was when he was... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. See, it's been a while since I've watched it's Civil War. I saw the middle of... Like, I saw, like, the airplane... Or the air... Yeah. Port yeah, I watched that scene, scene but yeah. like, I haven't seen the beginning or the end in a while. So, well, I watched it from the airport to the end, and it was it made me so mad because it's so much better than VB, BB, BBS, not BBS. <laughs> <laughs> Vacation Bible School. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know who that is, and I like that I don't know who that is. Yeah, uh, and it could be somebody that comics comic fans are like, obviously that's brother. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I didn't know was in this, but whatever. <laughs> um, but I like that reveal in the beginning because that ties it all together. I, I just love this, and I love what <laughs> freaking Peggy Hitler is in it for crying out loud <laughs> if you're a Raymond fan. When I saw that, I was like, Sean, is that, is that Peggy? Yeah, it's Peggy. Um, it's really good. <laughs> People that don't watch Raymond are like, like Peggy, Peggy Hitler. Hitler. What? Uh, it's just the actress that played Peggy and everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. Raymond called her Peggy Hitler because he didn't like her because she beat him up. Um, <laughs> so she's in this. That's not a spoiler. She's just a minor part. Um, but yeah, I I love the opening to it uh, and I can't wait to see where it goes. Yeah. All right. Sean. Yes. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Have you played anything since we have last podcast? I don't think I have. Um, 
Oh, well, then it's been two weeks. I've probably played something in the last two weeks. Did you ever go back and get the Maquette Platinum? I haven't no. gone back to it. Because it's time-based, and I'm like, oh, I just don't. All the speedrun crap. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the And it seems like reasonable, but I don't know. I have not gone back to it yet. I don't think I've played anything. I tried to play Vita. <laughs> Couldn't do it. <laughs> I get it, but like, man, it's so annoying that they do that because like, I, I get it, but again, like, you've logged into my account on your PS4 and downloaded games and played them under you and gotten trophies for them. Yep. So the fact that for me to let you use my Vita, you have to completely wipe it. And then it, it's just so stupid, but whatever. Yeah. I haven't played anything either because we were we were off. Um, I'm going to play games this week. That's my promise. Like, I've been in such a rut. I'm going to play something. The only thing I did play this week was trying out the, uh, I tweeted it, but the, uh, I finally played the Ninja Turtles arcade game. This might play in here in a little bit. The Ninja Turtles arcade game based on the good recent cartoon. That game sucks. Okay. Yeah. Well. It sucks. It is like, I like playing the original arcade game in Turtles in Time on my Pi because I can just be like, credit, 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 credit. credit." Like, it doesn't matter. Like, but when you're actually playing and your money's at stake, the kids got, as part of their thing at the Great Wolf Lodge, they got $5 to play the arcade. Ooh. (laughs) $5. No, wait. It gets worse. Swipe. Okay, play as Leo. Swipe plays Mikey. You're out of money. Five dollars gets you two credits. That's stupid. Arcade <clears throat> That's the only thing I played, and it was just very, very upsetting playing because I had my hopes up for that game. Hopes. <laughs> and it did not work out at all, and I was very upset about that. So yeah, I haven't played anything either. I promise y'all I will play something this week. I've I've got a couple ideas. I want to either go to Man eater, control. <laughs> Gonna get your man eater. <laughs> I get my man. Man eater, control. You gotta finish ghost. Ghost or finally go back to horizon. Hmm. Because now, based on something we'll talk about later, that game is definitely coming out this year. So I'm like, okay, <clears throat> there's nothing out right now. I feel like I should. Yeah. I just, I wish I had the pull to go play Ghost. I just, I think it's just one of those things you just need to put in a few more hours and you'll be sucked back in. Yeah, because right now I'm at the very beginning of Act 2 when you walk out and it finally says, Act 2. That was that was bad. <laughs> I didn't mean it to be like that, but that's what it says. <sighs> Houston beat Rutgers, by the way. Damn it. Oh, well. Sean. Yes. You want to get in the news of the past two weeks? Let's do it. All right, Sean. So what I'm going to lead off with here is the biggest story of the last two weeks to us. It's our podcast. I make the rundown. I say what's important. This is the most important. And I cannot imagine what that could be. (laughs) A trash pen again tonight. (laughs) This comes from IGN. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge has been announced for PC and consoles. It's a four-player co-op side-scrolling brawler developed by members of the Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the game, team. (laughs) Inspired by games like 91's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's... 
Why the hell would you not list the original arcade game? Whatever. Shredder's Revenge offers a classic pixelated art style and shell-shocking new abilities built on a foundation of classic brawling and mechanics. Players will fight through a breathless tour of iconic TMNT locations, such as the NYC Sewers and Dimension X, to thwart Bebop, Rocksteady, Krang, and Shredder. Oh, put a finger up and remind me to talk about Krang and Rocksteady. Okay. Keep it up. <laughs> the trailer for Shredder's Revenge also debuts a new take on the famous TMNT team, TMNT, t- <laughs> TMNT theme song performed by Faith No More's Mike Patton. Oh, okay. I don't know if I know Faith No More's music, but the voice did sound they familiar. Did, they do epic. Game Studio? No. Pull it up. That's the only thing I know of theirs. A release date. <clears throat> he's also like a big nerd. Like he's done voice acting and stuff like that. So getting him in this was was pretty cool. Yeah. A release date for the game was not provided, but we know the game will come to PC and consoles when it launches. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge will be published by Dot Emu or Dotemu. I, I don't know how to say this. We got review codes from them, and I don't even know how to say their name. We better get review codes for this. I'm just saying Do, Dotemu, Dot Dot Emu, <laughs> Liberty Mutual, whatever <laughs> the hell he's Liberty, in. Liberty. In association with Nickelodeon, is being developed by Tribute Games, whose previous work includes Flint Hook and Mercenary Kings Reload Edition. Mercenary Kings is awesome. Tribute is made up of former <clears throat> Ubisoft employees who worked on beat 'em ups like Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, the game, and the 2007 TMNT hack and slash movie tie-in. Dotemu has some retro pedigree as well, having published Streets Rage 4, brought Windjammers 4. What, bro, <laughs> there's not four Windjammers. They brought Windjammers back to life and is helping to remake Pharaoh. I don't know what Pharaoh is, but Windjammers and Streets. Streets Rage 4, right now, spoiler alert, I might go on a podcast with our good buddy, <clears throat> John Bernardo, uh, this week to talk about beat em ups. Um, I do think that is probably, wow, number 15 events. Yep. Um, Probably the best beat 'em up of all time, Sean. Yes, you have said for a long time the beat 'em ups don't hold up. Yes. Now, I will say, right now, I'm going to cast my lot. I need, I need chapstick. I'm so cotton mouth. This will be, I remember last week or two weeks, I was like, this will be at the time, wait, this will, depending on, <laughs> this will end up being the best, our, not the best. <laughs> Damn, I did it. I think this will end up being our favorite beat em up of all time. This game looks so good. It's four player. I wouldn't even say it's a follow up to Turtles in Time. I would say it's more a follow up to the original TMNT game. It's freaking pixel art. So my, I think it certainly could be. I think my biggest thing with beat em ups is, to me, Streets of Rage Four nailed it. Yes, there's something that is always weird to me <clears throat> with like hit detection or something to where yeah. it's just like because you're essentially infinitesimally flat things that can move in and out of the screen and whatever. And it's like sometimes if you're just off a little bit, you're like punch, 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 and you're like missing. I don't. There's just something right. weird about. It. And to me, Streets of Rage Four <clears throat> didn't have that at all. Yeah. I hope this is like that. Um, 
if it's as good as Streets of Rage 4, no, it may not be, but if it's as good as Streets of Rage 4, that's unbelievable. That's awesome. And I'm not so sure the Streets of Rage 4 isn't my favorite beat em up of all time right now. I mean, I, I don't think know. it probably it's, is. It, like it's, it's up there. Um <clears throat> if you factor out nostalgia, I mean Streets of Correct. Rage right. comes with its own nostalgia, but like but it yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It uh what I loved about this from the that that announcement trailer when you see them redo the actual cartoon. First off, that's the thing I love most about this is they're focusing on the best age of Ninja Turtles. Period. I do not care what anybody says. This is the golden age of, sorry, Ninja Turtles. Um, that 89 to 90, whatever it was, two or three, however long that cartoon ran for, I don't know. When I think of Ninja Turtles in my head, if you just say Ninja Turtles, I'm like, that's what I think yes. of, that design. When they went through the whole intro, which they completely redid, and it was awesome. It was almost like a, like when I'm talking about <clears throat> a Metal Gear remake, it was like a shot-for-shot shot remake of the cartoon opening. Yeah. With new art and whatever. But then when they get through that, it's like Shredder's Revenge. And then it's like, boom, turtle. And I was like, turtle, turtle, turtle. And they're showing them in pixel art, just moving. And they've all got their own animations. This isn't just like, like palette swaps. Yeah. This isn't Hyperstone or turtles in time where they're just, they do the comic book coloring. They all move the same with different weapons. Like this, like I thought streets of rage four was a once in a lifetime thing and now this happens are you kidding me like not only that when they show a very 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 small like what was it maybe five or six seconds of actual gameplay they go boom boom Man. boom like four different shots you can throw them at the freaking screen i this is now I feel like when they announced Streets of Rage 4, I don't think we saw any gameplay. Like, I feel like they announced Not it in 2017, a, and yeah. it didn't come out till 19. I don't think we got really? gameplay till 18. Yeah. Wait, or, or no, 18. To, it came out last year. So, yeah. 2018, they announced it. It came out in 20. Okay. I don't think we saw gameplay for a long time. It was just like, this is here, and it was just... This game's coming out this year, and this is now... <laughs> I, I know I'm a prisoner at the moment, but almost more than Horizon because God of War ain't coming out this year. I think this is my most anticipated game for the rest of this year. I'm looking forward to it. I wouldn't go that far. But yes, I'm very much looking forward to it. Breath of Wild 2 ain't coming out this year. No. Yeah, but Resident ahead. Evil, Horizon, okay, maybe, so I know I'm going, I'm going a little stupid. It's not <laughs> really, but like... But yeah, it's definitely up there. I'm just so happy that this is a thing. The, the fact that... Now, I've never been a spot... Scott, a spot, Kilgrim. Scott Pilgrim guy. I don't know the IP. I haven't played the game, but everything I've heard is it's one of the best like modern beat 'em ups. Modern. It was made, you know, 10 years ago whatever it was. So the fact that you've got people from Tribute that worked on this Mercenary Kings was awesome. That was a PS Plus game a while ago. I I love that beautiful pixel art and everything like obviously this is beautiful. Oh, I I just hope it lives up to what I've already built it up to in my head. I mean, yeah, I've got high, high hopes for it Um, because of how good Streets of Rage 4 was. Streets of Rage 4 kind of, 
I'm not going to sit here and say the beat em ups are back, whatever, but like it at least, uh, what's the word? Streets are, it like gave me faith in beat em ups again, I yeah. guess. And so I've got, I've got higher hopes for this than I had for Streets of yes. Rage 4. Yep, me too. And Streets of that Rage 4 exceeded, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'm trying to keep my hopes <clears> in check, but even if it's not as good as Streets of Rage 4, it's still Ninja Turtles. Like, yeah. it's still going to be good. It's not going to be bad. It, it can't. It may not be the game, you know, it may be the kind of game where you play it, you beat it, maybe play it again, and then you never play it again. Like, it could be one of those. But for as much fun, I've never gone back to Streets of Rage 4 since we did our Let's Plays. But I still loved it. But it's a game that, like, it's not as much fun to play by yourself, but... I need to get the Platinum in this game. But if they did the same thing like they did with Streets of Rage 4, I'm like, well, okay, that's impossible. I'm not going to get an S-rank on 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 every level. That ain't happening. Yeah. Um, But the fact that it is four-player co-op, it's going to be interesting to see if it's four-player online or just four-player local, because... I guess, well, actually, that might work. I'm just trying to think if I could play it with my boys. Because I've only got two. I'm not ever going to plug in my PS4 again. It's just sitting there. But if it's a PS4 game that I play on PS5, that means you can sync up your PS, your DualShock 4s. So I could use two DualSense, mm-hmm. two DualShock 4s, and four-player co-op podcast. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. To me, this was the biggest news the last two weeks, and that's that. I cannot wait to play it. Please, God, come out this year. But everything else is delayed, so who knows. Next up, Sean. Bethesda officially has joined Xbox. This is everybody's biggest news the last two weeks, but again, not for us. Check the shirt. From Eurogamer. It's the question everybody, every, everybody, everybody, has been eager to have answered since news broke that Microsoft was acquiring Bethesda and parent company ZeniMax Media last year. And now Xbox head Phil Spencer has clarified Microsoft's Microsoft's stance. That's going to be my company, (laughs) Microsoft. On exclusivity for future... So again, this this article is just about the exclusivity piece. Obviously, we knew this was going to happen. It is what it is, but I don't... I still... I want to get your thoughts on this because we have not talked about this yet, and I want to see what you think about these quotes. Speaking as part of the lengthy Xbox and Bethesda roundtable event, Spencer chose to address the issue directly. Quote, I see it in the community. I listen to the podcast and all the questions, he said. So I'm going to try and be as clear as I can because I just think it's fair. Spoiler alert, not clear in this quote. Obviously, I can't sit here and say every Bethesda game is an Xbox exclusive because we know that's not true. There's contractual obligations that we're going to see through. We have games that exist on other platforms, and we're going to go and support those games on the platforms they're on. There's communities of players. We love those communities and will continue to invest in them. And even in the future, there might be dot, 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 either contractual things or legacy on different platforms that will go to, that will go do. But if you're an Xbox customer, the thing I want you to know is this is about delivering great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms, on platforms where Game Pass exists. 
And that's our goal. That's why we're doing this. That's the root of this partnership that we're building. And the creative capability we'll be able to bring to market for Xbox customers is going to be the best it's ever been for Xbox after we're done here. It was also announced that uh, 20 games have been added to Game Pass from Bethesda. I have the screenshot. I'm not going to look it up. It's old news now. But there's 20 new games on Game Pass. Uh, FPS Boost Mode is coming to Dishonored, Skyrim Special Edition, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, and Prey. I love that Phil Spencer said, I'm going to be as clear as I can. Do you want me to read this again, or do you know what he said? I don't know what he said, and even if you read it again, I wouldn't. What is he say? So basically he's saying... I'm just going to read it again because I don't even care. <laughs> Obviously, I can't sit here and say every Bethesda game is an Xbox exclusive because we know that's not true. There's contractual obligations that we're going to see through. We have games that exist on other platforms, and we're going to go and support those games on the platforms they're on. Obviously, like Doom Eternal's got new DLC coming. They're not going to say, sorry, PlayStation. We just signed that. We finally, you don't get the, no, you get it. There's communities of players. We love those communities and we'll continue to invest in them. And even in the future, there might be dot, 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 either contractual things or legacy on different platforms will go do. But if you're an Xbox customer, the thing I want you to know is this is about delivering great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. And that's our goal. That's why we're doing this. That's the root of this partnership that we're building. And the creative capability we'll be able to bring to market for Xbox Xbox customers is going to be the best it's ever been for Xbox after we're done here. People have been bringing out this legacy thing. I'm not worried about the legacy thing. Like like Colin and them were talking about like legacy this and this game, whatever. I'm not worried about the legacy. What I'm What I'm thinking about is this whole... When he says contractual things, everybody that's right now just assuming, and just for the record, I have no horse in this race because I do not care about Elder Scrolls Six or Starfield. We haven't even seen Starfield, and y'all are already crying. It, it, it could be the next cyberpunk for all we know. Let me just say that. Contractual things. How do we not know that Sony has a contract that says, uh, bruh, day one, bruh. Starfield, hey, bruh. <laughs> Starfield is coming to PS5 day one. I don't give a crap who owns you. We have this in writing here, Todd Howard. You're bringing this game to our platform on day one. What do you think about all these quotes and everything? Uh, I mean, we, nobody knows what is going on right now. The fact that he's saying that's as clear as he can be and that's the message we got, like... I feel like he could have, if he wanted to, said, look, we all know this is coming, this is coming, whatever. But after that, everything's Xbox exclusive. Right. And he didn't even say that. Like, I have no idea. Again, I'm like you. I don't really care. There's not a whole lot. Of all the big game studios that could have gone exclusive to Xbox, this is one that I would have been like, yeah, fine. I don't care. Take it. If this was Capcom... I would be I would be peeing my pants. Yes. For Square Enix, I would be peeing yes. my pants. And people are saying Sony should just go buy Square Enix because they're losing all this money because of the event because the Avengers sucks and everything. They don't they don't need to. I mean, 
like Final Fantasy has always been like Final Fantasy seven remake as of right now, this could change any day. Who knows? It's still a PlayStation exclusive. You got to think remake part two will be Final Fantasy 16 is a PlayStation exclusive. They didn't have to buy Square Enix to get this stuff. When it comes to Capcom, like Sony already has Street Fighter V as a console exclusive. I'm pretty sure they're going to have Street Fighter VI as a console exclusive. So why go buy them if you don't need to? And Super Street Fighter VI. And, and Arcade Super Edition. Super Street and Fighter VI Ultra. Let's, let's and... just make sure we get everything from the leak for crying out loud, idiots. Um, I just... If yeah, like Sean said, there are other companies that if if Microsoft bought other companies... And by the way, the other thing I'm still hoping, like Sony is obviously at some point going to buy Bluepoint. If they don't, they're stupid. If my the, the one thing that would break my mind and kill me right now would be if Microsoft announced that they had purchased Konami. Yes. <laughs> or that they were in an exclusive licensing agreement with them. Metal Gear Solid 3 remake is I'm series an, X. Exclusive. I'm getting a Series X. I'm gonna be like <laughs> Wario. Help me out, bro. Like I will. I will buy it just for that game, which is so stupid. But I would. It's or if it was Square Enix or Capcom, those would both be like, oh. But this. I'm, first off, if Starfield and, and Elder Scrolls Six were Xbox exclusive, wouldn't he just say? And by the way, while we're all here at this roundtable, just so you know, when Starfield releases and Elder Scrolls Six, whatever the if it's going to be called, they will be on console exclusive to Xbox. He didn't say that. So if he's not saying that, yeah. I still say, like, what do you, wait, wait, what do you say? I listen to all the podcasts and all the questions. So I'm going to try and be as clear as I can because I think that's fair. You weren't clear at all. People no. that are like on the Xbox fanboy, crazy people that are like saying this means everything's it's an exclusive. He literally didn't say that. Like there, there could be contractual things, as he says in here, that says, "Look, I'll, I'll say right now. First off, I again, I don't care. Starfield will be on PS5, and so will Elder Scrolls Six. That's what I'm predicting. The whole thing about where Game Pass exists is weird. That's a weird way to put it. Yeah. So I don't know if he's just saying Xbox, PC, cloud." Switch Pro because they've been kind of in bed with Microsoft for a while, kind of. Eh. But I will say, like, if they put Game Pass, I ain't gonna lie, if they put Game Pass on PlayStation somehow, and I could play all the Gears games and all the and just just the Gears games in the Halo Master Chief Collection, I'd be like, yeah, all right, whatever, yeah, I'm here, <laughs> ten bucks a month, fifteen, whatever it is, all right, you got me. Uh, I think it's so weird, but the, but but people that are saying that this is the definitive answer that these games are only going to be on Xbox, you're fooling no, yourself. No, there was nothing Thank even you. close to that here. So I am not crazy saying that. I I don't think so. Okay. I'm not crazy. She's crazy. I'm, I'm not crazy. crazy. She's, She's crazy. crazy. I'm not crazy. She's crazy. Come Those were feet. Those were feet. feet. James, if you have any thoughts, let us know in the chat. Next up, I am so hyped about this. First off, somebody pointed out that these stupid things look like... Do you remember the old Sony Ericsson logo? Yes. They look exactly like that. This comes from the PS blog. We have actually seen... Not we. Everybody. Well, so we... You know what I mean. 
The PSVR 2, we're going to keep calling it that because I assume that's what they'll call it. The controllers have been revealed. This comes from the PS blog. Like I said, following the recent reveal of our next generation VR system for PS5, I'm excited to unveil more details about the new controller that will play a critical role in providing gamers with the VR experience we're working to deliver. Our new VR controller speaks to our mission of achieving a much deeper sense of presence and stronger feeling of immersion in VR experiences. It will build upon the innovation we introduced with the DualSense wireless controller, which changed how games feel on PS5 by unlocking a new way to tap into the sense of touch. Now we're bringing that to VR gaming. The first thing you'll notice when it comes to design with our VR controller is the unique design. which takes on an orb shape that allows you to hold the controller naturally while playing with a high degree of freedom. There are no constraints with how you're moving your hands, providing developers with the ability to create unique gameplay experiences. We also designed the new controller with great ergonomics in mind, so it's well-balanced and comfortable to hold in each of your hands. We applied learning from testing users with a range of hand sizes, as well as decades of insights from controllers across all PlayStation platforms. So here we go with the features. Adaptive triggers. Each VR controller, left and right, includes an adaptive trigger button that adds palpable tension when pressed, similar to what's found in the DualSense controller. If you played a PS5 game, you'll be familiar with the detention, with the tension, not detention, <laughs> with the tension in the L2 or R2 buttons <laughs> when you press them, such as when you're drawing your bow to fire an arrow. When you take that kind of mechanic and apply it to VR, the experience is amplified to the next level. Haptic feedback. The new controller will have haptic feedback, optimized for its form factor, making every sensation in the game world more impactful, textured, and nuanced. When you're you're traversing through rocky desert or trading blows in melee combat, you'll feel the difference, magnifying the extraordinary visual and audio experience that's so central to VR. Finger touch detection. I didn't even know that the kids have this on their Quest 2, but they do. Really? You can just like... Oh, I don't know that. Yeah. The controller can detect your fingers without any pressing in the areas where you place your thumb, index, or middle fingers. <laughs> this enables you to make more natural gestures with your hands during gameplay. Tracking. The VR controller is tracked by the new VR headset through a tracking ring across the bottom of your controller. You ain't got to have no stupid... What the hell is it even called? The PlayStation? Is it just called the camera? It's just called the camera. It used to be called the eye back right. in the day, but... Action buttons, analog sticks. The left controller contains one analog stick, the triangle and square buttons, a grip button, which is L1, a trigger button, which is L2, and a create button, which is L3. Don't. (laughs) The right controller contains one analog stick, the cross X, the X and circle buttons, a grip button, R1, trigger button, R2, and options button. The grip button can be used to pick up in-game objects as an example. So I think it's like... I don't, I I'm don't guessing know. R1, L1, R1 will be more like shoulders, and L2, R2 will almost be behind. Well, but there's like, one picture where if you look at it, where your thumb would go, there's a button here. So I almost wonder if that's L1 or R1. And then this is... Uh, maybe. But that's weird because but you've got the face buttons and the stick, so then you've got to go down yeah, here. Yeah, I don't think you would have to... Yeah. Oh, maybe that's whatever the hell... What, what were they saying... I don't know where it is here, but maybe that's like <laughs> my leg is like asleep or it's waking up now. So it's all it. like tingling. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> 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 
maybe that's whatever the like you barely touch like like the the tu- I, I don't know yeah again I didn't really care about PSVR one just seeing these I was like oh they're taking this seriously this time this is not yeah. the stupid wand yeah Taco Tuesday whatever corn dog yeah Taco With Tuesday. Taco oh no it's not even Taco it's Ruxin isn't it yeah it's Ruxin and Taco. Oh, yeah, tacos there. Yeah, okay. Anyways, it looks like they're actually taking this seriously. This what is going to be legit. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm at the point now where I'm like, well, I already put 500 bucks in this console. Yeah. I might as well get a VR. Yeah, I'm in. If I can get it, I'm in from day one. I almost hooked up my VR again the other day just because I'm like, I don't want to play. I guess I can go back to that. I can try Squadrons. I could go try to finish Resident Evil 7 before 8 comes out. And I'm like... Oh my god! I gotta play that. I don't That's feel like five on my list. I don't feel like hooking it up. That's what I should do. That's what I should do. Re seven. You could, yeah. Not in VR. Don't even. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Uh, yeah. I'm hype. I'm. It's so weird to me though that like Xbox is just like. I went back when I was just randomly like a couple weeks ago. Went back and listened to all our E three predictions, and you were like, 2017 or eighteen. You're like. Xbox is going to unveil VR. I'm like, well, yeah, they have to. <laughs> nope. Nothing. And Man. it's so weird to me that they're just going to seed that. But, like, I don't know. Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 See. <laughs> All right. That's it for this week. Let's get to the wrap-up. Uh, Jade Raymond announced this week that... We, we knew she left uh, Google Stadia about six weeks ago. She has formed a new independent studio called Haven that's working on a new unannounced IP, and PlayStation is helping to finance it, it seems. Outer Haven? <laughs> There's it, it, The funny thing, if you go to the website, it's just like, Haven Studio. There's no logo. There's no nothing. They, they are working on, like... Just like, we have a game. There's no game. <clears throat> yeah. They ain't hired nobody. They ain't got nothing, homeboy. <laughs> so I'm happy for Jade Raymond. I'm happy yep. she got out of Google Studio. Google Stadia, not Studio. Susu. <laughs> um, I will hold my breath on this because like Colin was saying, she hasn't put out a game since she was the... You pre- will or you won't? I won't. That's right. I will die. <laughs> I will hold my <laughs> breath. She hasn't put out a game since she was the executive producer of Assassin's Creed 2 in 2009. So everybody wow. that's making a big deal of this, it's like, I mean, this ain't like Corey Balrog or Neil Druckmann or Kojima. This is not that. Those are creative visionaries that make games. Nothing wrong with producers, but she is not like, she hasn't created anything. So we'll right. see what happens with it. According to NPD, the PS5 was the fastest selling console in terms of dollar sales in U.S. history, beating the Switch. But the Switch sold, which more is units. crazy because half the people that want it can't even get it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? Yes. Uh, also, number one in sales. It, again, I thought this was going to be a long episode. I would have gone through all the numbers, but 
You want to know what the number one uh, selling game in February was? Oh, you never went back because I put my finger down. Oh, you wanted shit. to talk I about? No idea. No, it was you wanted to talk about Krang and Rocksteady. Oh, or maybe Bebop. I don't remember Krang and somebody. I love that cartoon, the 2007, whatever it was, or no, it was later than that, 2010 or 11. I love that cartoon. <clears throat> Both Bebop and Rocksteady look like what happens in the toilet after I go to Taco Bell. They look horrible. They have giant heads with skinny chicken arms. It is chicken leg arms is what I meant to say. Chicken they look stupid. Look up Bebop and Rocksteady 2010. Search just showing me the old ones. Search Bebop 2010 cartoon. Search Bebop 2010 cartoon. 20. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> are you sure of the year? No. <laughs> That's why I didn't type it. Well, try it. It, it. it was definitely out then. Well, 2012. What are we doing? <laughs> 2012. <laughs> Closer. Is it the Nickelodeon one? Can I just yes. do Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Bebop. <laughs> what? Bebop. <laughs> Is that an exaggeration? Thank you. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what in the world? Yes. That's the only thing I don't. I love that. Well, cartoon. but they didn't do that to Rocksteady, though. Okay, I guess it was just Bebop. But, but Bebop what looks like world? an idiot. How is that a warthog? That is the most emaciated warthog that ever existed. Why though? I don't know. Send it to me. I'll put it in the podcast if I remember. But you're also going to say something about Krang. No, I wasn't. Well, you told me Krang. Well, I didn't. I I meant Bebop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what do you think was the number one selling game in February? Crap. Um, I don't know. Of course, Call of Duty, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Really. Yes. Not counting digital sales, which means it blew everybody else out of the water. That wow. blows my mind that a Wii U port with a Mario Odyssey level. Did you ever try it? Not yet. <sighs> okay. Well, we got to do a last play. Let's do. <laughs> Let's do what? <laughs> Sony announced, speaking of your PSVR, Sean, that they're doing... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just popped up on my watch. Um... They are extending their play at home initiative. God, that was a nightmare. Uh, starting March 25th, you will be able to get Abzu, Enter the Gungeon, Res Infinite, and Subnautica, and The Witness for free on PS4. You do not have to be PS Plus or anything like that. On PSVR, you will get Astrobot Rescue Mission. Sorry. Got it. Moss. <laughs> Got it. Thumper and Paper Beast. I don't know anything about those. Thumper is like a rhythm game. With like spaceships when Taco Tuesday, whatever. <laughs> and Paper Beast was that one really pretty game that they, I, I can remember them showing it years ago that it, it's like, it's like origami am <laughs> animals. <laughs> and then Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition will be free starting April 19th. That's why I said yeah. Forbidden West is coming out this year. Uh, also, Sony Interactive Entertainment, this probably could have been a news story, but I don't care, but it's just so weird I have to bring it up here. They randomly bought Evo. 
with new esports venture capital thing RTS. <laughs> RTS. <laughs> <laughs> but they have said they're not going to be like no Xbox games or Nintendo game. They they have they they've said no, it's all going to continue but like so Xbox buys Bethesda and you're like I We're see gonna you, buy Bethesda, and I raise a you. fighting game tournament. <laughs> what? Uh, which makes me think even more that Street Fighter Six will end up being a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. That's where I went in my mind. But we'll be. see. This sucks. Mm. Gotham Knights has been delayed to next year. I was actually, I was like, nothing else to play. This will be fun. When was it supposed to come out? This year. They, they never said ah. a date, but just this year. It would have been. I assume a fall game, but um, yeah, 2022, which I think is when they're saying <laughs> 2022 is when I think they're, that's when they're saying kill the justice league comes out, which I'm more excited for Gotham Knights than I am kill the justice league. I'm not. That's, that's where we differ. Really? Yeah. Cause uh, <laughs> I almost <laughs> did it again. What? Gotham Knights is when it was like, yeah, it'd be like playing a, a black cat. Game. Cause I'm like, I want to play as Batman. I don't want to play as all these like, B-list no. people. And it's like, but yeah, I'm more excited for kill the justice league. I just don't even know. It, at least with Gotham Knights, we saw gameplay. All we got was well, CG for kill yeah. the justice league. Life is strange. So uh, square Enix and I'm always going to say en- Enix, but apparently it is Enix. I yeah, I'm, I'm team Enix. Man. <laughs> By the man. way, still in there. <laughs> My man. Uh what oh yeah. Square e- it. Square <laughs> Enix had their Square Enix presents this past week. Um the only two things I wrote down coming out of that. Life is Strange True Colors, so Life is Strange Three basically is out September tenth. Don't care. Uh we got a new trailer for Project Athia, which is now Forspoken. Hated it. That that name is Forspoken. Spoken for? No. Forspoken. But the game looks so cool. Did you see this? Yeah. It, the it's only not, thing, so it has nothing to do with Final Fantasy 15. No. But it's weird because it's like a girl. It's like she's like a normal. Yeah. But then there's. Person, she's like, oh like, shit, it's a dragon. Yeah. Or no, she said, that's a. I think she went Samuel L. Jackson. That's a. <laughs> dragon. But so that's what. She's got like. She's got like chucks on and a cape, and it's like super fast moving. I, I'm gonna keep my eyes on this because I think it looks cool. I'm glad it's not Final Fantasy. Whatever. I mean, it's probably for the best. Yeah, but yeah. So that's coming out 2022, but it a- actually has a na- na- name now, and it's PS5 and PC. I think we do that. I'm tired. Uh, Doom Eternal: The Ancient Gods Part Two DLC is out now. Uh, Naughty Dog is staffing up for a multiplayer experience. We have to assume it's factions. Because factions was the multiplayer component of Last of Us Part 1. Last of Us Part 2, they're like, no, we ain't going to have it ready when the game comes out. You just got to work. Game Informer put up this thing. They're like, hey, if you had to kill one of these Sony <laughs> iconic things, which one would it be? And it was Joel, Kratos, Drake, Kratos, and Aloy. And I yeah. was like, well... <laughs> you already did that. Sony answered that. Uh, I don't care about factions at all. Naughty Dog, you got Naughty Dog. Why am I talking like? What, am I, what are we doing? Naughty Dog, 
you got a lot to work up. You, you got you got you <laughs> uh, Overwatch has been enhanced for Series S and X with 4K and 120 frames per second modes, but nothing on PS5. That is super weird. Yeah. <laughs> Fanboys, go crazy. Uh, Octopath Traveler is coming to Game Pass this month. No word on PS4 or PS5, which is so weird. Did you 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 played through? two of the stories or did you not even get that far i never beat it okay but it's something i don't know i don't even remember much about it now there were eight stories yeah but like i think you can i'm trying to think if you can just be like well i'm gonna just take his story all the way then but i was like ooh, i did that okay well now let me do this okay now i'm gonna do this and then and i just kept moving them all along instead of just taking one guy and going all the way to the end so I was trying to do it all simultaneously, and I think I just got burned out. But it was fun. I just never finished it. It just is so beautiful. It is beautiful, yeah. Um, but I got to assume that that is coming to PS4 and 5 at some point. Yeah. Uh, Outriders uh, will be day one on Game Pass on April 1st. Again, I don't know why you would release a game on April 1st, but whatever. Phoenix Rising DLC pack number two. Did you see this? No. It's out March 25th. Is this the China one? Yes. Titled Myths of the Eastern Realm. It's a brand new area with a new character called Ku. K-U. And I'm cool. like... Cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have a follow-up. I can't think of one. Um, Sean killed it with that joke. And I was just like... <laughs> Kevin Nettie and crashed. I don't know. Like, it sounds... It sounds cool. cool, but like I just I also I don't know I don't know I I hope it's uh, that the fact the fact that it it seems like it's almost like a mini Phoenix Rising two like whereas the original DLC the 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 reason I burned out on it like I love Phoenix and I love the gods and all this other stuff there it is but it was just like you have to do all these things it wasn't open it was just like go over here do these quests. It's all almost like 90% of it is puzzles. <sighs> okay. This, I'm at least going to check it out. I, I mean, I got the season pass. I'll at least check it out to see how it goes. And I'm hoping it hooks me. If it is, like like I said, a mini Phoenix Rising 2, I would love that. But I don't know if that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness is bringing back the voice actors for Leon and Claire from the RE2 remake. This is the Netflix CG movie, yeah. and I'm very happy about it. Also, they announced, I think it was today or yesterday, uh, the uh, Resident Evil reboot movie coming out in September is called Welcome to Raccoon City. I don't know that I like it. I don't either. It's like, <laughs> Welcome to Raccoon City! <laughs> like, I, Welcome I to love the family. Like, I like the premise. Yeah. I don't know. Something about the name. It's just... It's too long. Yeah. Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. That should be like episode one of like an eight right you know what i mean hopefully it's good though uh it looks like ea sports college football will not be releasing until july 2023 which is what i figured it would be at least two years um and hopefully by then we'll actually figure out all this paying players and stuff so maybe we can get actual likenesses in the game by then but we'll see and last but also least, Super Super Bomberman R Online, which was a Stadia exclusive, is coming to consoles, quote unquote, soon as a free to play download. That, that could, could be, be fun. Yeah, that could be cool. 
Saturn. <laughs> what was that going to be? Saturn Bomberman. <laughs> Saturn cool. Oh. <laughs> but yes, that that can. We should do a let's play. Whenever that happens. Yes. Yep, we also we should that. just do. Like you mentioned in passing. We we need to do another live stream. Just games. Not a podcast, just no fart so around. And here's the thing. We were thinking about farting online. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all seriousness. Oh, I'm so serious. <laughs> so, <laughs> give me a read you. <laughs> um, no, but in all seriousness, we were thinking about doing a sometime in the next near future. In the near future. <laughs> Not the next future. <laughs> Multiverse. Um Doing a stream where we just hang out with y'all. It'll be on YouTube. Uh, essentially, what I'm saying, is, thinking is we would just hook up our Raspberry Pi and we would just play online old games and chat with y'all and hang out. and have Just fun. hang out, drink, play some yeah. old games. I think it'd be a lot of fun. We don't have to limit it to Genesis. It, I mean, I'm assuming it would be NES, SNES, and Genesis. Probably. It would be a lot of fun. Um, so if you're still listening or hearing to us or seeing us, uh, let us know if that sounds good. Um, it's definitely something <coughs> we're thinking we'll do probably on a Saturday night at some point in the next month or so. Maybe I, to celebrate a milestone. Just the... Oh, the hours. The foe. Foe, okay. Hey, <laughs> if you're still watching, listening, or hearing to us, go to YouTube, play our longest video that you can find, and just put it on episode in the background. Episode 50. Yeah, episode or, 50 live stream. Yeah. We're very close to getting monetized again, which is huge to us, not for making the money, but just for reaching just bigger for, audiences. Yeah. Audience. Audience. Uh, so do that. And we'll do a stream, and hopefully everybody watch, and we'll do the thing. Um, So that is it for episode 225. Which is crazy. That's, That's crazy. crazy. All right. Show. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Go ahead and take us out. Oh, thank you for playing. <laughs>